Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. On today's episode of the podcast, I'm very excited to welcome Ayodele Okolade, a wonderful guest that I interviewed just before the global pandemic started. We have a very intimate chat about some of the really difficult things that Ayodele has been through in her life, starting with being diagnosed with depression as a child. She went through an enormous amount of childhood trauma and all the way through her teenage years and into her early 20s when she discovered, among other things, NLP and other modalities that actually ended up saving her life. Right now, it has come to light that we are in a major mental health crisis right now around the globe. And what I encourage you to do is listen to her story for the hope. Listen to the story for an idea of how things can change and how, if you're really suffering right now, how you might be able to get out of that situation right now. We mentioned it during the recording. However, if you are in a situation where you are feeling overwhelmed, where you really feel like you cannot handle um, the mental health uh, burden that you are under, please, please pick up the phone or text. There are so many services right now. If you just type in a Google search for mental health and where you live, Uh, There will be so many options that come up, so please make that phone call or that text message or whatever you need to get the professional support that you need. In the podcast, we're sharing a personal story about one person who's overcome a tremendous amount of trauma and really supporting her mental health, and now she uh, helps others to do that as well through her training, and she's become a practitioner. So... I encourage you to listen in and if this resonates with you, if you you know want to reach out to Ayodele, uh, all her links are in the show notes. She is really a wonderful resource to have during this time. So please welcome Ayodele Okolade to the podcast. Hi everyone, it's Julie Boye here of Wake Up With Gratitude. I'm super excited to have another very, very special guest for my self-love interviews. Uh, welcome to Ayodele Colade. Oh, thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm, I'm so excited that you're here. here. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. And why I'm so excited to have you here is that we met through Instagram, which is yeah. always fantastic. Um, we live a continent and an ocean apart. <laughs> and we um, were in very different time zones, which uh, was kind of funny because I thought <laughs> we were starting and you were like, no, it's in an hour. I'm so still getting ready. <laughs> yeah, you're getting ready. And um, I was so attracted to um, your beautiful kindness and the way that you talk to people and the videos that you share and your real determination to help people to transform. So Ayodele is a transformation specialist. And I don't usually read from people's websites when we do these interviews, but I really think 
her mission statement is something that I want to share with you before we kind of get into the story because it's so incredibly powerful. And I want you guys to understand why I invited her as a guest. I'm going to share this with you. And it says, I am dedicated to assisting people in transforming the pain and darkness from the past into light, self-acceptance, and the deepest understanding of themselves possible. I am committed to the personal growth and evolution of each client that I serve and make it my mission to assist you in achieving the happiness, confidence, self-belief, and personal mastery so that you can truly be the person you want to be in the world. Wow. So <laughs> I'm guessing there's a beautiful story of how you got to this incredible, beautiful mission in your life. Could you please share with us a little bit about your story? I will do certainly. And first of all, Julie, thank you so much for sharing that with everybody. It really just gives me goosebumps listening to that being read out because it just resonates so deeply with the work that I do and the mission that I just feel that I'm kind of here on the planet to do and it sounds airy fairy and you know like something that many people would say but it is genuinely 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 I feel like I'm doing the work that I was put on this planet to do which is to help people transform and to to assist them in accessing the resources to help themselves to heal their lives and I guess my my story my journey started about but it's been, it's been all my life, you know, that's the reality, that's the real, the reality of it is it's been, it, there isn't, I can't say that there's a starting point to it, but I know that kind of definitively my journey to heal my own life was the starting point for my determination to help other people because my life was a, a catastrophic mess. I'll, I'll say that with no, no sugar coating, you know, no, no rainbows and unicorns, it was an absolute nightmare for it for a really really long time and I searched for many many years to try and find a solution to the pain that I was in personally experienced clinical depression from about the age of five if not before was diagnosed with clinical depression at the age of 22 was on medication for eight years until the age of 30 and then you know did the counseling did 12 steps recovery did all of the things that I thought were going to help and, and, you know, meditation, yoga, doing all of this, the spirituality, the mind, body healing, and they all had their part. You know, they all had an intrinsic value in terms of me being able to get to where I am today. But the one thing or four things actually, I'd say that actually had the most fundamental impact on myself and my healing journey were learning NLP, timeline therapy, hypnotherapy, and NLP coaching, becoming a practitioner, and then becoming a master practitioner, and then going on to do trainer's training uh, about a year after I finished my master practitioner training. And it was during that, that period of time that I learned how to access the internal resources to access the communication and relationship with my unconscious mind. And to develop, and I know that we're going to get onto this later on, but it is a really, really pinnacle element of not only the work that I do, but the way that I've healed myself is the element of self-love, which I believe is so intimately tied with the unconscious mind and our ability to communicate with ourselves, our higher power and our, you know, our spirit, our soul on such a very, very deep and profound level. And it was 
it was those things, it was those four key modalities that assisted me in being able to cultivate that relationship with myself, to be able to start loving myself, to be able to start healing the hurts that I've been through, to be able to start healing my own heart. And then when I found what worked, mm. I was then able to use that to help other people. And that is why I'm so passionate about what I do, because I've been through so much darkness, so much trauma, so much turmoil myself. Having now come out the other side of that and been able to assist other people in their healing journey because of the, you know, the trauma and the turmoil that I've been through is just one of the most profound and rewarding experience that, experiences that I could possibly have. So in kind of a nutshell, yeah. that is my journey and that is you know where it all began was through my own healing learning what to do knowing how to heal myself yeah. what I now do is I, I not only teach it because I'm an NLP trainer trainer of hypnotherapy timeline therapy and NLP coaching so I teach other people those four modalities so that they can use them with themselves and to help heal other people or teach other people how to heal themselves and then I also have personal clients that I take through a transformation process and assist them in going through that breakthrough so that they can also heal their own hurts, let go of the pain and the trauma from the past and actually step into confidently the version of themselves that they want to be. So in a nutshell, that is my journey. Oh, there's a lot in that journey. There's a lot <laughs> for sure. I mean, you mentioned even starting as a very young child dealing with clinical depression as a child in a time probably where, you know, mental health awareness is getting better. Yeah. I will say that it is, there is more awareness of how many people are affected by this. Uh, but probably when you were growing up, it was, you know, nobody really understood or even probably uh, offered strategies for a, yeah. for a young child, right? And like you said, yeah. you were 22 when you first got diagnosed. Yeah. Now, were you working in a job or a career while you were going through all this? Yeah, I was. I was, you know, the, the thing about being so young and experiencing what I went through, the truth of the matter is that I didn't actually know that there was anything wrong with me per se, like medically or clinically. Right. I actually had the belief that I was a bad person and that I was being punished for being a bad person. That's why I felt so bad. So I hid it. I hid it from everyone. I hid it from my family. I hid it from my, my mom until I was 22 when I kind of hit rock bottom and I realized that if I didn't share the pain that I was going through, I was probably going to do something quite catastrophic to myself because I wasn't able to continue living the way that I was living and feeling the way that I was feeling. So I hid it. Nobody knew about it. So yeah, I went through school, college, university, very, very uneasily because of the, what I was going through emotionally personally so it was a very but you know I had a very very challenging life because of it but it, it I don't see it as necessarily a burden or something that I wish never happened because it's brought me to a place where I can now help other people who have experienced really really deep levels of pain because I think that there's something to be said for you having gone through something yourself yeah and being able to help other people and to, to step into their pain temporarily with them and to be able to say, I appreciate what you're going through and I hear your pain. 
So yes, I did. You know, I went through school, college, university. I worked. I've worked since I was 15 years old. I've always had, you know, either a job until I became a full-time entrepreneur about two years ago. So I was working, juggling school, university, college, you know, and all of that sort of stuff. And I just kind of survived and plowed through until I found something that actually helped me. Number one, to save my life. And number two, to really, really heal. And it was when I found those modalities, I cleared the depression and I haven't had it since that day. Since the day that I went through that process, I've not experienced clinical depression. I've experienced pain, upset, unhappiness, but not clinical depression. It's something very, very different. And I've not experienced it since then. So, yeah, it's a blessing. There's something that I want to ask you is that, you know, there are people watching and listening today who are hiding their hurt, who Mm -hmm. are keeping it buried, who are you know, just pushing it away, not allowing it to come through. What would you say to someone who's listening right now? And like, they're saying, you know, I, I, I hear your story. I get it, but I, I, I don't have the courage. I don't know. Like, is it worth it, you know, to go to the other side, to reveal this pain and this hurt that I'm going through? Like, I don't know if I can do it. What would you say to that person? I, if anybody is out there that is going through that and listening to this, I just urge you from the bottom of my heart, please, 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 please go and seek help. Yeah. Tell somebody there are so many helplines out there. In the UK, we have the Samaritans. I think they have the Samaritans in the US. There are helplines all over the world. There are now, you know, you go on to Google, you can find some accounts that you chat to. There are text conversations that you can have that somebody would be on the other end of a phone and able to talk to you and give you some advice and some guidance about how to manage what you're going through. If it's a crisis situation, please don't wait until things are out of control. I really, really would just urge you to please reach out for help and support because what it feels like to feel like nobody cares is actually a reflection of what we believe about ourselves. is that we don't, we haven't cultivated that ability to love ourselves because of perhaps the experiences that we've been through. Yeah. That feeling of nobody cares and that we don't necessarily care about ourselves because of how much we're hurting in that moment is not a reflection of how the world feels about you. So if you're feeling that and you're thinking, well, nobody cares, I haven't got anybody to turn to, there must be someone, whether it's a tutor, whether it's the doctor, whether it is a nurse, whether it is a counsellor on the other end of a text phone, there will be somebody who finds, helps you to find value in your life. And suffering in silence is just one of the most painful experiences and one of the pain, most painful ways to exist. So I would just urge them to, to seek help. Tell someone how you're feeling because I can guarantee Hand on heart, I can guarantee that somebody will be available and somebody will want to listen. You know, I've experienced last year, a very, very close family member of mine committed suicide and she didn't reach out for help and support when she could have done. So and that was just absolutely catastrophic. I'm able to speak quite clearly about it now, but it was something that completely rocked my world last year. But you know, not reaching out for help is not the answer. Reaching out for help and support 
is the only way that you're going to have a, a chance of, of getting the help that you need and trying to do it all on your own is just such a lonely journey and it doesn't need to be that way. So that's what I would say. I'm so glad you mentioned all of that. And I'm so glad that, you know, you are, you have the courage to share your loss and I'm so sorry for your loss. And that I know those words don't sound like they mean a lot, but I do feel like this is, you know, this is why we're having these conversations because we want someone else to, who's in pain, who's going through trauma, you know, maybe like you since they were a child and they don't even know where to start a conversation. So Mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about, you've done this transformational work that transformed the way that you feel that ended up becoming a career and a profession and a way for you to give back. I'm so curious because you mentioned it a little bit in your interview we talk a lot about self-love and mm-hmm. compassion and caring for ourselves. Mm. Where does that part come into the work that you're doing? Because if when you start this journey, chances are there's no self-love or self-compassion mm. happening, right? If you've mm. been hiding a secret, if you've been not living authentically, authentically, if you've been hurt and you're in pain and you're dealing with trauma, those words probably are completely foreign. So tell me a little bit about what that process looks like in your work, in your experience? I mean, the the words self-love are completely alien to somebody who's been through an experience like mine, been through many other experiences that are very distant from the experience that I've been through because it's just not something that it's in, in fact, it's the complete opposite is what somebody who's been through something like me feels towards themselves. It's self-hatred. And turning that into something that I've now been able to cultivate, which is a very, very deep and profound feeling of self-love and self-worth and self-appreciation, is a journey that you can't put a value on that. You can't put a price tag on getting that when you've been through the depths of the darkness that I've been through. And in terms of how that fits into the work that I do, it's everything. It's the epicenter of it. Okay. It's the absolute epicenter of it because there isn't anything else apart from self-love. It, it stems everything. And that's one of the reasons why I was so thrilled to be invited as a guest on this particular podcast because everything stems from self-love. Our ability to, even in business, our ability and our belief in ourselves to actually be able to go out there and help other people, our ability to get clients to make sales. All of that stems from self-worth and self-belief, which stems from self-love. So in terms of the journey that somebody would go through in the work that I do, because of the linguistic training that I have as an NLP trainer, a linguistic master, I take people through a journey of self-discovery into working with directly with the unconscious mind. And through that process, there's a questioning process that takes place. They discover things about themselves that they didn't even know exist. Because of the questions that I ask and the way that I'm linguistically trained, what happens is that through that process of self-discovery, parts of the problem actually just start to disappear. It's like the problem's been held together by this glue. And the process that I take somebody through just starts to assist in that glue becoming unstuck. 
and parts of the problem just through the questioning process, just through that process of self-discovery, just through that process of self-awareness and self-understanding and enlightenment and empowerment, parts of that problem just disappear. And what happens in place of that problem is they start to learn and start to cultivate a very, very profound and deep appreciation for themselves and understanding of themselves and awareness of why they have remained stuck for so long and an understanding of why this problem has been such a problem for them in their life and why it is that they haven't been able to overcome it. And then introducing them to themselves at a level that they will never have been introduced to themselves before because we're working at the very, very deep and conscious level. And it's to me that that is the element of, that's where the self-love is at the unconscious level because you, you learn that these patterns, these behaviors, these things that have been a problem, are probably programmed from very, very young yeah. age. Yeah, yeah. And it's about undoing that and replacing it with something that is filling and light and a sense of self-worth and self-love. It, it's everything. It really is everything. It's interesting because I've heard of NLP, neuralistic programming. Am I saying that correctly? Neurolinguistic programming. Neurolinguistic programming. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. See, I'm, I was like, I have to clarify what exactly that means. <laughs> and I've heard of it many times before. Mm-hmm. But I really, the way that you explain it, I think mm-hmm. is actually the most clear that I've ever really heard it explained. So I really appreciate that, that explanation of, you know, the becoming unglued and sometimes mm-hmm. just disappearing because it's no longer glued and stuck in. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting metaphor, not a way that I had thought about this kind of work. So sure. that was really helpful and enlightening. Thank you. Um so yeah, it's like, it really is back to the core of, you know, self-love is the beginning of everything. And when we have, we don't have that, you said about those programs from when we were a child, you know, I remember through my work learning and understanding that it's until we're about six years of age. I mean, that, that programming, it's hardwired. It's so, cause we don't even know it's there. Mm-hmm. And like you said, this is the kind of work that can actually you know, unstick the stuff that we might not even know. I'm guessing a lot of the stuff we don't know is actually there. No, right? not until you start digging. Yeah. And this is why it's so powerful. So you've definitely, I'm definitely more intrigued about um, this kind of work and the timeline therapy. So just tell me a little bit more about what it looks like to work with you. So you have clients that you work with one-on-one and you also offer uh, courses and training. Yeah. So I do one-to-one work with clients and there are a couple of different options that are available. Somebody doesn't necessarily need to be in front of me physically. I do remote coaching, so I do video coaching. So I have clients all over the world and can do video coaching. And it, like I said, it, it, it goes through that process of self-discovery, learning about you know those parts of themselves that they didn't know were there And then I'll take them through a process of letting go of the stuff that's happened in the past so that they can actually step into this version of themselves that they want to. There are a couple of different ways that that can happen. And then I also deliver NLP trainings, which is includes the NLP timeline therapy, hypnotherapy and NLP coaching. And then I've got a couple of other live in-person workshops and I'm in the UK. So 
you know, if you're in the UK, then... Which, could we be a little bit more specific? <laughs> yeah, in, in Birmingham, in Birmingham, in, Birmingham. in the UK, okay. so in the Midlands. Okay, great. And then I'm also in the process of creating about three or four different courses that are going to be available online. So they'll be, able, they'll be accessible, fingers crossed, on my website. So there'll be like a, a mindset mastery, a self-hypnosis one, a goal-setting mm. one, and letting go of the past is the fourth wow. one. So just in the process of creating all of that and keeping me busy, keeping me occupied, but yeah, <laughs> loving it, loving it. Those are, that sounds fantastic. I love that you have different ways that people can connect with you, even if you're not local. And I think, you know, nobody's really local for me anyway, because I live on an island. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> nobody's really local. I do the majority of my work as well through yeah. the internet, through Zoom meeting. I think it's a really wonderful way that, you know, I can share your work with this community that, that, you know, the gratitude community, we can share you and your work and you don't have to be physically in the same place. If someone resonates with what you're offering or what you're doing, then they can reach out to you directly and still be able to work with you. And this is the thing. There are so many NLP practitioners you can work with, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason why, um, you know, we share different people's stories is because you are going to resonate with one person and that might be the person that you say yes to, um, even though you've met 20 other people that do the same thing. Mm -hmm. So this is super important. And I'm so grateful you shared your story with us. I always ask a question of my guest. <laughs> and I'm, I love I, when people are like, oh, I don't know what the question is. I'm like, well, you just have to watch my videos. But okay. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt since we met on Instagram and my videos post on Facebook. So mm -hmm. the question, it's very simple. You've shared, I mean, so many beautiful ways that we can make that transition from self-hatred to self-love, some of the practices mm -hmm. that you have. Mm -hmm. um, I was wondering if you could share one habit or practice that people could start doing or stop doing just starting today uh, to help, you know, build and grow their own self-love. Okay. I mean, there's so many mm -hmm. that spring to mind. If you want me to just share one. Yeah. Your I absolute favorite. My absolute favorite. I think one of the fundamental corner, like turning points for me was cultivating healthy and positive self-talk. Mm. and you know there's a really really simple three-step process that people can go through if they are experiencing negative self-talk I think that is really really fundamental to get right in terms of having um, self-love and self-appreciation because if we've got a negative chatterbox in our head then that's going to really contribute towards not being able to cultivate self-love so if that's something that we can turn around and reverse that process of that negative chatter going on then that is a really really crucial starting point i think for people to be able to access and for people to be able to use and the easiest three-step process mm -hmm. is something called the three c's and it's based on some and um, cognitive behavioral therapy okay so the first c is to catch the thought which means that you need to pay attention to what you're thinking you need to pay attention to what you're feeling and think, you know, when you're perhaps not feeling so great, pay attention to the things that you're saying inside your mind. Okay. The second C is to check it. So is it true? Is it necessary? Or is it actually just old patterns, something perhaps that you've heard said to yourself that's been on loop for a really long time and something that if it was replaced with something more positive would actually help you to feel better and to start cultivating a self-love practice and self-love awareness. So check it because sometimes things are necessary. Sometimes we do just need to keep ourselves in check because maybe we've 
done something that isn't necessarily that great and you know we're feeling an emotion that's telling us that okay maybe next time do it a little bit differently but if it isn't necessary and it isn't true that's the bit that you need to move on to the next c which is to change it Mm -hmm. so if it's not true and it's not necessary then and there's no evidence to prove that it's true then what could you replace it with what thought what words what feelings could you replace it with to assist yourself in starting to feel better about yourself, starting to think differently and therefore starting to have more self-love and self-appreciation. And it is a process that takes some practice. You do have to work at it. But in terms of wanting to start that self-love cultivation, I think that self-talk is a really, really fundamental starting point. So if I could urge people to do any one thing starting today, it would be the three C's three-step process towards having really positive and healthy self-talk. Okay. So let me make sure I got this. You want to catch it. You want to check it. Check it. And if it's not serving you, you want to change it. Yes, absolutely. Okay. I feel like I... You got it. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Um, This has been so much fun. And I'm going to encourage people to connect with you and follow you. So where is your favorite place to hang out? I'm mostly on Instagram. Well, this is the only place really on social media that I hang out. So Instagram is where I'm at. I'm not sure whether people will be able to know my name, but I don't know whether you have show notes. Yeah, I'll have show notes, but um, you can also spell it as well. And I'll correct okay. that for the subtitle. So go ahead. Okay. So the, my handle is Ayodele Okoladi, and that's spelled A-Y-O-D-E-L-E-O-K-O-L-A-D-E. It is a very beautiful name. And I love, I remember when I first met you, I was like, who is this incredible woman? I really encourage you to connect with her on Instagram. Um, This is a little bit off topic, but I do want to mention you've been doing some really cool work on introverts and how you are an introvert. I'm actually an introvert. People do not believe me for (laughs) one second, but I, I need so much time alone. Like it's, I actually need like a lot of it's time. like air. It's yeah. like air to breathe. Yeah. It's like, I get, a, you know, why are you always at the beach taking pictures of the sunrise? I'm like, part yeah. of it is because I like the sunrise. Another part yeah. of it is because if I don't have time alone every day to recharge, I, I can't function. So yeah. yeah. So very, um, so make sure you head over to Instagram because she's doing a, a mastermind, a very private, intimate mastermind for just a few people. And even if you've missed this one because you are looking at this or listening to it at a later date, I'm sure like many of your things, this is something you'll do on a recurring basis. Yes, definitely. Okay. definitely. So yeah. very excited about that. So, oh, thank you so, so much for today. I, you really opened my eyes to some things that I had heard about, known about, but just really acknowledging the power of some of this work that you do that can mm-hmm. really transform like you said you're a transformation specialist it can transform so many people's lives so thank you so so much for your time today thank you thank you so much for having me julie thank you for giving me the opportunity to share the words that i've shared and hopefully you know if there's just one person Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast or watching the videos that you share that it touches and that urges them to reach out and get help from someone whoever that is just reaches out and and gets some help then I feel like my work is done so thank you for giving me that opportunity I really appreciate it it has been it has been absolutely my pleasure and thanks again 
You did it. You listened to the end of the podcast. Yay. Thanks so much for sticking around. It would mean the world to me if you decided to follow this podcast and download new episodes. Who doesn't want more gratitude when they're listening to their podcast? Has this podcast made a difference for you in your life? Could you do me a little favor? I would love it if you would stop by on your favorite app and just leave me a review. It would mean so much if you would take those 30 to 90 seconds and share with us why this podcast made a difference for you. Don't forget, you can always reach out to me on social media. I can be found through Wake Up With Gratitude, through my website. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. I've even got an account on TikTok when I like to be silly. I love getting your messages through private message. It means so much to me that this podcast has made a difference in your life. Thanks again for listening today.